Chapter Eleven of Wopsy: The Adventures of a Guardian Angel by Gerard F. Scriven, W.F. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese. Chapter Eleven: Wopsy and the Meeting of the Devils. Wopsy took very seriously his new duty of being on the lookout for any strange devils that might pop up in the neighborhood. This was quite an important commission for an angel who was, after all, rather small. Often during the days that followed, Wopsy flew around Matangu, peering in all the holes and corners where devils might be expected to linger. Nothing happened for some days, and the angels began to think that the devils hadn't heard what was happening. One evening, when all the people of Matangu had gone to sleep, and even the birds of the forest had retired for the night, Wopsy sat on a high tree, watching the stars peep out one by one. It seemed to Wopsy that each one was singing a little song as it came out, until they all joined together in one great choir. The song was one of praise to God who had made them. It wasn't a real song, however, until the angels joined in and sent it up to heaven. Suddenly Wopsy's wings began to flutter anxiously. Something was moving down below among the creepers, something that had no right to be there. There seemed to be shadows moving in one direction. Wopsy was not afraid of being seen, for he knew that devils never look up to heaven. It gives them a headache. He flew along quietly in and out of the trees. At last the shadows came to a part of the forest where the branches looked green and horrible, and there was a smell of mold in the air. Dark shadows were now coming from other directions, too, until there were quite a number grouped together in that part of the forest. Even the animals of the jungle seemed to know that something was going on for you could hear the scampering of little feet and the fluttering of anxious wings as the animals and insects hastened away. Wopsy came closer to look, careful that his light should not shine down below. Yes, it was as he had thought, there was to be a meeting of the devils. There were many strange and horrible faces among them, some of which Wopsy recognized. There was the business, for instance, uglier than all the others. There was Pong, as bumpy and awkward-looking as ever, there was the midday devil, tall and thin and pale. In one corner, making faces at the others, sat an impudent little devil called Conk, small but full of craftiness. At the base of one of the trees sat three very important-looking devils. That is to say, they looked much more horrible and ugly than the others, and that is how you know an important devil. Wopsy wasn't a bit afraid, for one small angel is equal to any number of devils, no matter how horrible they are. Suddenly there was a noise like the rasping of a file. It was a big devil speaking. Brother devils, he said, brave Pong and wily Conk, devils of the midday and of the night, devils of Matangu, the dreaded day has come at last. Now the missionaries are starting a mission in Matangu. A shudder went around the assembly, and there was a chorus of groans, hisses, and grunts. Horns trembled, and hoofs shifted fearfully. We have tried went on the big devil, we have done all that devils can do. I called upon the poisonous snakes to bite the missionaries. I summoned the lions to maul them. I tried to make the missionaries lazy and selfish, but I could do nothing while their angels were protecting them. At the word, angels, another shudder went through the group, and all the devils looked around fearfully. None saw Wopsy. Our plan is this continued the leader, we will wait until the missionaries are here before we shall stir up the witch-doctors and the devil-worshippers. While much more like this was said, Wopsy listened and sang a little song of the love of God by himself. 
He had no fear of the devils. He was sad that they should work so wickedly against God, but he knew that God would win in the end. Of course, on the other hand, if there were no devils about, it would be too easy to get to heaven. People wouldn't earn such high places there, so there was some consolation even in devils. Wopsy soon decided that he had heard enough of their plans, and that it was time to chase the devils back where they could do no harm for the present. He uncovered his face and began to glow like a star. It was the business who noticed Wopsy first, for he felt himself fading out slowly, which was very embarrassing for a devil. The others looked at what was left of him in horror. Then they, too, saw the light streaming down from the treetop. One by one the devils turned and slunk away like rats. As soon as they left the light, they ran as fast as they could with their tails between their legs. Wopsy amused himself by chasing first one, then another, until they were all miles away from Atangu. The three big devils he chased all the way to the deserts of Upper Egypt. What a crowd, said Wopsy to himself as he flew back. He was not afraid of their coming back at once, because an angel's light gives a devil a headache for weeks afterwards. Soon there was no one left in Matangu but the village people sleeping soundly and their guardian angels. End of chapter 11